What's up, y'all? This is Word of a Rebel. And today I'm going to go ahead and just talk like I normally talk whenever I have an attitude. Because if you ever notice a person really goes into the accent whenever they get a little attitude with people. And I always keep getting people saying, hey, like, you know, like, what was your original accent, you know, before you went into the professional world? Because to be honest, most most people, when we get into like the professional world, we change how we talk. And it was something that I was thinking about because like, you know, on the one hand, I think like accents are almost like languages. So like the pronunciation is different. Um, even sometimes the grammar a lot of time, I, I shouldn't say some of the time, I should say a lot of the time is different. And when I say pronunciation, I'm talking about like exactly how much influ- uh, emphasis we actually put on the various like consonant sounds and vowel sounds. So I'm just trying to throw y'all head for a spin real quick because usually i only talk like this whenever i get a little attitude because i've been in the professional world for so long and i was trying to figure out like what is my accent really though right because i grew up in a vols parish which is one of the cajun creole parishes of uh south louisiana but then i also spent a lot of time uh part of my life living in lafayette louisiana and most recently um for the past eight years i've been living in new orleans so when i talk to people I always wonder what accent do I really have and at the end of the day it sounds like I, I just say it sounds like a South Louisiana accent because it's kind of a combination of all of them right I can hear a little bit of each one and right now I'm not I'm, I'm acting like I'm just in front of one of my friends that I've been friends with since high school and that's the mentality I had to go into to get my accent to come out so my question is for all of y'all how do y'all really talk whenever you're not around work whenever you're really just chilling with your people and you're not even thinking and like because to be honest like after a certain point it feels like you kind of lose your accent a little bit um because of the role you go into into adulthood and it's kind of messed up a little bit because the only time i really talk like this like i said usually i mean i have it's when i'm upset about something or like when i truly get like loose maybe i've been drinking a little bit and to be honest like we get so in the habit of losing our accents because we're trying to maintain our professionalism which you know it's no it's no like shade on that or anything but it's like for real to a certain extent that professional accent ends up taking over and it's kind of unfortunate in that way because you know your original accent is the one that you actually kind of develop with time and i don't know i just want to speak on it like what what was your original accent how how much different do you speak whenever you're in a professional setting and you know like did your professional accent start to override your authentic natural accent and once again like a lot of y'all probably have like you know one accent like whatever place you originally from you probably still had that accent more or less um but then if you move to different places you kind of start adapting and blending in some of the accents because that's how languages form that's how accents form that's how dialects formed because people would go out into the world and then like they would they would start to like take their own thing and assimilate it into whatever was local and if you notice things like for example like a lot of the languages developed um like the food words really didn't change too much in some cases like sugar went to socar and azucar because like it, you don't want to mess up and like ask for the wrong food type right so they didn't change the commodity words um but that's how accents form and that's how languages form so really to be honest all everybody out there everybody listening to this conversation you don't realize it but 
you're like you're in the in in part of the language evolution so where's it gonna go nobody knows like we don't even know like everybody fussing and complaining about the word ain't like uh, you know as an english teacher because i've been teaching english for a long time um people want to complain about the word ain't like like ain't is such a bad thing um but to be honest ain't was an old english word and then it was adopted into south louisiana accents uh across the board pretty much and then if you notice people in other parts of the united states are also starting to say ain't now not too much whenever you got these second language learners from other countries but it is definitely spreading across the united states so my question is is ain't gonna end up being one of those regular words again one of those so-called accepted professional words that's the reality so that's why i went ahead and put on my little natural authentic authentic accent and it's crazy because as i'm doing it i find myself having to stay focused whereas used to be i could just talk like this if i felt like it like it was just it was just natural i didn't even have to think about it like now that professional accent has really come over so now i'm gonna go ahead and switch back into a little more of my what has become my accent with time so when i let go of some of the country accents some of the south louisiana accent um but this is how i normal more so normally talk when i'm not in the in the in the, in the teacher setting right so most of y'all listening to the podcast this is how i usually sound whenever i talk so you notice i turned down my south louisiana accent a little bit and this is more of my natural authentic speech now because this is the one where i made my accommodations between the two this is that negotiation accent where i still have some of my natural sounding voice as when i'm not you know trying to present myself professionally um but it also you know it has some of that natural accent as well as some of the professional accent i call it the general accent the one that most of us adopt whenever we um are in general communication with other americans when we try to make sure we all understood well so this is the one that's kind of somewhere in the middle and i know sometimes when i talk like this even though this is somewhere in the middle i still confuse people who are not really from south louisiana because it is hard to understand us because our words do run together i want to say like in my personal opinion i feel like the english speakers of south louisiana and the majority of the south of the united states um we have more of a sing-song way of speaking so that our words kind of flow and blend together and if you're not really fluent truly fluent in the language in general you're not going to notice the breaks between the language between the words and that's something i used to always teach my students you don't really notice the breaks between the words. So if you notice, I want this is another question for y'all. Like when y'all are talking in professional settings, um, how often do you notice that you slow down? Like I'm doing right now. So I'm still talking in kind of my accent, but I'm giving pauses so that the people listening can understand. And then now I'm going to switch completely and entirely into the professional accent. And this episode was actually inspired by... Uh, I think her name is Nola Nurse on TikTok and Instagram because she did a video where she went through her various accents and the code switching that she has gone through. And so the further that I go into the professional accent, as you notice, I'm still communicating very clearly. Nothing has changed in the fact that I'm able to talk to you and communicate ideas to you. But one of these accents felt the best to you, the most clear to you. And one of these accents is probably more clear to a broader audience. And so the question is, can a person be perceived professionally and be treated with respect 
because the knowledge inside of the brain did not change depending on what accent I chose to use in this conversation. So if I come at you and I'm like, yo, look, I'm trying to talk to you real quick because we got to talk about this issue that we got in our country as it relates to infrastructure because our infrastructure is all jacked up. It's really all jacked up, Shad. Like, what the hell are we doing out here? We neglecting these roadways. Finally, in the state of Louisiana, our governor, John Bell Edwards, is really attending to finally the interstate system. And we should definitely give gratitude to him for taking care of that. Now, how does that change from me saying, you know, we should send gratitude to Governor John Bell Edwards for the focus that he has presented to infrastructure developments. And I think that we can all get behind and support that initiative. It doesn't change anything, right? But isn't it interesting how your perspective and your reaction, your gut reaction to the information changes based on the accent that you're hearing. So I wanna encourage everybody to start to pay attention to the message and less importance on the accent. As always, this is Word of a Rebel. I know this was a little bit of a unique episode with me because I kind of dove into language discrimination and accent discrimination um, because this also pertains to people who are new to English. I, I taught English for about 10 years um, to second language learners, people who spoke everything from Haitian Creole to Japanese to Spanish people who had multiple languages before entering my classroom, especially people from West Africa tend to have uh, three languages before they even come into English a lot of the time. Um, and so each of them has their own accent and there's definitely inside of a person's mind this, this prejudice based on accent. Certain accents are perceived as being more intelligent than others and it's nothing to do with the accent itself. It has to do with the connotation that surrounded your exposure to the accent. For example, a lot of people in the United States perceive the British and Australian accents to be usually highly intelligent, informative, because the majority of the time that an American was exposed to that, those two accents was in a science network type of thing or in an informative news type of thing, right? Whereas if you hear someone speaking in other accents, you might have a negative op opinion of it, right? Um, I've seen people be very discriminatory about people who, especially in, have the Southeast Asian accents, and there's a variety of them clearly, because there's so many different languages there. Um, but if a person has a hard time speaking English because they're still very heavily embedded within their first language and it's one of the Southeast Asian languages, the difference in the sounds of those languages is very far removed from the sounds of English. And so it can be harder for someone coming from those languages to adapt um, smooth English speaking. Nevertheless, whenever they communicate, they're communicating you know, a variety of ideas, and it doesn't change the idea based on how well they're able to articulate the English sounds. So I want to encourage you, whether it be someone from another part of the world who's speaking to you, or whether it be somebody right down here in South Louisiana who's just trying to make sure that they can code into their culture and their identity as a person, whether it be someone that you feel like is having some accent in, in some one of the American accents that you feel some type of way about, and you want to feel negative about, you really got to ask yourself, like, how does that person's accent change who they are, change their word, change their value? It doesn't. And this is one of those internalized forms of discrimination that I think we all have to a certain extent because we do judge different accents differently. 
So if you feel like this might be something inside of you, I just want to encourage you. Be willing to open up your mind to challenge yourself that to recognize that discrimination is not only about skin, skin color, it also extends to the way that a person speaks. And ask yourself, how many times have you inappropriately came into discriminatory behavior because of the way the person was speaking? Their accent, their, their vernacular, whatever it may be. Drop a comment, send me a message at Word of a Rebel on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. I encourage you all to embrace your natural, authentic accents. I know, honestly, you I know you got to turn on that professional accent. Don't get me wrong, I understand. There's going to be several settings where you're going to have to, but remember that who you are authentically is very powerful, and there are many situations where you can turn on your authentic self with, and it actually be a benefit. And the more often that you actually embrace your authentic accent in conversation, I just want to encourage you to try to break down that barrier that has started to cause your professional accent to take over your natural authentic accent on a day-to-day -day basis because code switching can get hard and a lot of time we end up leaning one way or the other. I want to encourage you to do what feels most comfortable and best for you, but to remember and be true to your authentic self. Peace.